Chapter Seven of A Crock of Gold by James Stevens. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Read by Michelle Fry, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Book One: The Coming of Pan. Chapter Seven. It was on account of his daughter that Michal McMurrogu had come to visit the philosopher. He did not know what had become of her, and the facts he had to lay before his adviser were very few. He left the thin woman of Inishmagroth taking snuff under a pine tree and went into the house. God be with all here, he said as he entered. God be with yourself, Michal McMurrogu, said the philosopher. I am in great trouble this day, sir, said Michal, and if you would give me an advice, I'd be greatly beholden to you. I can give you that, replied the philosopher. None better than your honor, and no trouble to you either. It was a powerful advice you gave me about the washboard, and if I didn't come here to thank you before this, it is not because I didn't want to come, but that I couldn't move hand or foot by dint of the cruel rheumatism put upon me by the leprechauns of Gortnaklokamora. Bad cess to them forever. Twisted I was, the way you'd get a squint in your eye, if you only looked at me, and the pain I suffered would astonish you. It would not, said the philosopher. No matter, said Michal. What I came about was my young daughter, Kathleen. Sight or light of her I haven't had for three days. My wife said first that it was the fairies had taken her, and then she said it was a traveling man that had a musical instrument she went away with. And after that she said that maybe the girl was lying dead in the butt of a ditch with her eyes wide open and she staring broadly at the moon in the night time and the sun in the day until the crows would be finding her out. The philosopher drew his chair closer to Michal. Daughters, said he, have been a cause of anxiety to their parents ever since they were instituted. The flightiness of the female temperament is very evident in those who have not arrived at the years which teach how to hide faults and frailties, and therefore indiscretions bristle from a young girl the way branches do from a bush. The person who would deny that, said Michal. Female children, however, have the particular sanction of nature. They are produced in astonishing excess over males, and may accordingly be admitted as dominant to the male, but the well-proven law that the minority shall always control the majority will relieve our minds from a fear which might otherwise become intolerable. "'It's true enough,' said Michal. "'Have you noticed, sir, that in a litter of pups—' "'I have not.' said the philosopher certain trades and professions it is curious to note tend to be perpetuated in the female line the sovereign profession among bees and ants is always female the publicans also descend upon the distaff side you will have noticed that every publican has three daughters of extraordinary charms lacking these signs we would do well to look askance at such a man's liquor divining that in his brew there will be an undue percentage of water for if his primogeniture is infected how shall his honesty escape it would take a wise head to answer that said michal it would not said the philosopher throughout nature the female tends to polygamy if said michal that unfortunate daughter of mine is lying dead in a ditch 
it doesn't matter said the philosopher many races have endeavoured to place some limits to this increase in females certain oriental peoples have conferred the titles of divinity on crocodiles serpents and tigers of the jungle and have fed these with their surplusage of daughters in china likewise such sacrifices are defended as honourable and economic practices but broadly speaking if daughters have to be curtailed i prefer your method of losing them rather than the religio-hysterical compromises of the orient i give you my word sir said Mihal, that i don't know what you are talking about at all that said the philosopher may be accounted for in three ways firstly there is a lack of cerebral continuity that is faulty attention secondly it might be due to a local peculiarity in the conformation of the skull or perhaps a superficial instead of a deep indenting of the cerebral coil and thirdly did you ever hear said michal of the man that had the scalp of his head blown off by a gun and they soldered the bottom of a tin dish to the top of his skull the way you could hear his brains ticking inside of it for all the world like a waterbury watch i did not said the philosopher thirdly it may it's my daughter kathleen sir said michal humbly maybe she is lying in the butt of a ditch and the crows picking her eyes out what did she die of said the philosopher my wife only put it that maybe she was dead and that maybe she was taken by the fairies and that maybe she went away with the travelling man that had the musical instrument she said it was a concertina but i think myself it was a flute he had who was this traveller i never saw him said michal but one day i went a few perches up the hill and i heard him playing then squeaky music it was like you'd be blowing out of a tin whistle i looked about for him everywhere but not a bit of him could i see eh said the philosopher i looked about said michal i know said the philosopher did you happen to look at your goats i couldn't well help doing that said michal what were they doing said the philosopher eagerly they were bucking each other across the field and standing on their hind legs and cutting such capers that i laughed till i had a pain in my stomach at the gate of them this is very interesting said the philosopher do you tell me so said michal i do said the philosopher and for this reason most of the races of the world have at one time or another it's my little daughter kathleen sir said michal i'm attending to her the philosopher replied i thank you kindly the philosopher continued most of the races of the world have at one time or another been visited by this deity whose title is the great god pan but there is no record of his ever having journeyed to ireland and certainly within historic times he has not set foot on these shores he lived for a great number of years in egypt persia and greece and although his empire is supposed to be world-wide this universal sway has always been and always will be contested but nevertheless however sharply his empire may be curtailed he will never be without a kingdom wherein his exercise of sovereign rights will be gladly and passionately acclaimed is he one of the old gods sir said michal 
he is replied the philosopher and his coming intends no good to this country have you any idea why he should have captured your daughter not an idea in the world is your daughter beautiful i couldn't tell you because i never thought of looking at her that way but she is a good milker and as strong as a man she can lift a bag of meal under her arm easier than i can but she's a timid creature for all that whatever the reason is i am certain that he has the girl and i am inclined to think that he was directed to her by the leprechauns of the court you know they are at feud with you ever since their bird was killed i am not likely to forget it and they racking me day and night with torments you may be sure said the philosopher that if he's anywhere at all it's at gort nakloka he is for being a stranger he wouldn't know where to go unless he was directed and they know every hole and corner of this countryside since ancient times i'd go up myself and have a talk with him but it wouldn't be a bit of good and it wouldn't be any use you going either he has power over all grown people so that they either go and get drunk or else they fall in love with every person they meet and commit assaults and things i wouldn't like to be telling you about the only folk who can go near him at all are little children because he has no power over them until they grow to the sensual age and then he exercises lordship over them as over everyone else i'll send my two children with a message to him to say that he isn't doing the decent thing and that if he doesn't let the girl alone and go back to his own country we'll send for angus og he'd make short work of him i'm thinking he might surely but he may take the girl for himself all the same well i'd sooner he had her than the other one for he's one of ourselves anyway and the devil you know is better than the devil you don't know angus og is a god said the philosopher severely i know that sir said michal it's only a way of talking i have but how will your honour get at angus for i heard say that he hadn't been seen for a hundred years except one night only when he talked to a man for half an hour on kielmishog i'll find him sure enough replied the philosopher i will warrant you will replied michal heartily as he stood up long life and good health to your honour said he as he turned away the philosopher lit his pipe we live as long as we are let said he and we get the health we deserve your salutation embodies a reflection on death which is not philosophic we must acquiesce in all logical progressions the merging of opposites is completion life runs to death as to its goal and we should go towards that next stage of experience either carelessly as to what must be or with a good honest curiosity as to what may be there's not much fun in being dead sir said michal how do you know said the philosopher i know well enough replied michal chapter seven